You are listening to the weekly podcast of Bethlehem Temple Church in Middletown, Ohio. We pray you enjoy today's message. Serving a God, no matter how chaotic the world, God is still in charge. Amen. Amen. You got every freedom, every right to praise and worship the God of our salvation. Yes, yes. Just trust him. Yes, just trust him. While you listen to the beat and the harmony, check out the words. Trust him. Trust him. That's it. That's it. Park your car, throw your keys out the window. Trust him. Trust him. Because he will work it out. Let me see your hands of those in here that God never worked things out. I think Ms. Tucker. I don't think she probably. Thank you, Jesus. But nobody hands. Now show it, show a sign of hands where God did work it out. Now give him one big hallelujah. Your left hand should go up, your right hand should go up. Your left feet, if it's possible, your left feet, left, right. Right feet should go up, right foot should go up, left foot. But it starts with the heart. It's a matter of the heart. Because when you think of the goodness, it didn't say when I feel the goodness. But when I think of the goodness, because God has been good to all of us. Man, give an honor to God who is in charge. And give an honor to his great shepherd, his church pastor, Robert Smith. Give an honor to First Lady Joanne Smith. Give an honor to all the saints, all the ministers. Give an honor to my wife, Ellen Myers. And it's good to see Jimmy here. Jimmy Stewart here. I I sort of asked him that I was speaking. He told me way back. But I'm I'm glad you're here. Yes, yes, yes. Are y'all praying for me? Amen. The praise team has already ushered in the presence of God. So I can just ride on God's goodness. And I feel my health, so. Let's go to Psalms chapter 40. Verse 1 through verse 2. Psalms chapter 40. Let's just all read verse 2. Together, once you have it, let's stand in honoring the word of God. If you see a neighbor that doesn't have the word, share it with them. Because we want everybody to get an understanding of what God is about to do. Psalms 
Okay, let's all read verse 2 all together. Psalms 40, verse 2. He brought me up also out of the poor pit, out of the mire of clay, and set my feet on a rock, and established my going. Amen. You may be seated. The subject God gave me this late morning in the form of a question. What do you know about Jesus? All right, all right. What do you know about Jesus? Father God, we thank you right now for your goodness. and We ask you to bless our messenger. Keep our flesh silent. Let the spirit of God be in control. Rule during this part of the time. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of thy mouth. Lord, we will bless you and we'll praise you continually. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, Psalms 40, verse 1. David said, I waited patiently upon the patiently for the Lord. Now, David waited on the Lord for quite some time. And I'm quite sure throughout his life, he's waited for a while to be delivered from whatever problems or whatever situation, whether it's family, other kings hating on him, or whatever the situation was, David waited. waited. And see, while he was waiting, his confidence leveled. Every time he needed God in a situation, the level of his confidence, it excelled. Yes, yes. Because he had full assurance. No, God will work it out. He will work it out. And see, that's where we have to tell our flesh to behave, tell our flesh to be silent, because you got to know with an assurance. With an assurance. God's going to bring you in. And say, so when you know God's going to bring you out, when you have confidence, then you can sing. Then you can do the things that, uh, that you enjoy in life because you know God will make a way. God is never late. <clears throat> and he knew God was always on time. Because God will continue, even in our waiting, even in our trouble, even when we mess up, God's mercy is always there. Yes, 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 yes. His love is always there. When you feel like nobody loved you, everybody just left you, God said, I never left you. I'm still here. My love is here. Yes, yes, yes. God will love you where you're up. He'll love you where you're down. He'll love you where you're confused. He'll love you where you messed up. He'll love you anyway because God is love. Yes, yes. yes. That's right. God so loved the world. Yes, yes. Because he was like us, love us for what we do. To the person, they demand certain things. God don't work like that. If God was like us, you got that right. <laughs> We'd be in big time trouble. But because He loves us, we are not ever. We should never get in a situation where we say, "Lord, where are you?" You ought to say, my soul 
hungers for you. And God always have, he's always faithful. Yes, he is. I'm so glad God is a faithful God. Because even when I make bad choices, even when I mess up, even when I slip and fall, even when I just give up, his faith, he's faithful. Wakes me up every morning. Put me to sleep every night. Give me strength to go throughout today. I ain't worried about yesterday's history. Amen. I'm not focused on tomorrow. I may not make it tomorrow. This is today. Yes. I'm going to enjoy this moment. When we start to live to enjoy the moment that we're in, then you are getting, that will cut down some of the depression. That will cut down some of the confusion. That will cause you to rise up and say, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will. I will rejoice. And be glad in it. God is still alive. Amen, David. David said, I waited patiently for the Lord. And he inclined. In other words, inclining God opened up his heart to David. Prayer for help. Oh yeah, God heard your prayer. Yes, he does. But the key is, you can't rush God. We try to rush God. Well, Lord, if you don't, I'm going to plan B. God will let you get the plan Z. That's right. And you still be waiting. That's right. That's the truth. You keep on living, you'll learn to not go B, C, D, E. I'm going to stick with A. Because he knew God was going to help him. And he said he heard my cry. David needed the Lord's help. Yes, he did. I need the Lord help. Any of you? Any of my brothers and sisters need the Lord help? Yes, 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 every day. That's right, every day. Every minute. Every minute. Yes. Every second. Yes. Because in him only do we live, move, and have our being. Yes, yes, yes. Don't think, Pastor, you get up and walk across the street as you know. It's God that got you up, giving you the strength to walk across the street. See, David was conscious. Of his many sins. He needed the Lord help. And I love David because he is just like us. He's human, just like us. That's right, that's right. We look at David's negative side, but we got some negative side too. That's right. That's right. And all our flesh will no good over. Now, if you're going to try to convince me that your flesh, all good things come out of your flesh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hit the exit door. Because you done lost your mind. That's right. You done went over it, Brother Mike. But because he was conscious of his many sins, he needed the Lord's help. He knew his enemies wanted to kill him. He needed the Lord's help. And see, with David being not only a king, but a worshiper. You see, the heathen nation hated David because, first of all, he was a... uh, a king that was prospering. Everything was going fine for him. And he worshiped one God. They didn't believe in one God Jehovah. That's right, that's right. And he was a worshiper. How many people in high places are willing to worship God? It's hard to get folks in low places to worship God. <laughs> but David was a worshiper. Yes, he was. 
He realized that it came with a price, but that's all right. I'm still going to say, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. And his mercy endured forever. Even when I was in a in the desert, my, 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 my thirst, I needed water. I was thirsty. I was hungry. The first thing David said, I want to be, I want to be in the presence of God. He had a hunger for worship. Yeah. Oh yes. And that's why the enemy fought him, because the devil hates Jehovah. The devil hates God, which they're the same. So the devil hates though. He can't deal with God. So he deals with those that are it, that God has, is working through. All right. All right. But David made his mind up a long time ago. I'm going to worship the Lord. I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. Yes. His praise shall continue be in my mouth. Yes. Oh yes, David realized because of what he is going through, he needed the Lord. Ah, verse 2 said he brought me up. Sometimes life will throw you a curveball. Yes, it will. Ah, sometimes it leaves you feel like you're stuck in quicksand. And the more you wiggle, the more you sink. But David realized that God is still in charge. God still will deliver me. See, when you know that God will deliver you, you are willing to be patient. See, the problem is we allow our flesh to keep us being impatient. All right. But you got to learn to be patient. Yeah. Because God will come. Now, do we have any witnesses in here that know that God will come? Yes, he will. So ain't no sense me sitting back with a sad look. Ain't no sense me sitting back like I'd have lost my best friend. I'm going to get up and praise him. Mike, some people might say, you are crazy for what you're going through. That's all right. Now, God is still worthy of the praise. My heart is beating. I'm still breathing in. I'm still breathing out. He's worthy to be praised. Oh, give praise unto the Lord because he is good. Ah, uh, David said, what you know about Jesus? Oh, yes, David realized. That these things I'm going through will come to pass. For example, how many of you in here have been laid off? Oh, yes, I remember when I first got saved. I don't know, I had this crazy idea that believers don't get laid off. <laughs> no, I did. I was riding with zeal. Don't laugh. Some of y'all came in early with zeal and you had all kinds of crazy ideas about that. I'm just being honest. Hey Amen. I got one witness. So I said, Lord, hey, I'm not going to get laid off because I'm a child of God. Don't you know I got laid off, brother? <laughs> it was right before Christmas. They always gave out turkey. They gave turkey, gave them walking papers. <laughs> I was laid off for a year and a half. I watched my unemployment right out. I said, Lord, Lord, I need your help. He waited until I got to a point where he, I had to break down that pride. That pride is saying, I don't think I'm going to get laid off. I had to, God work on that pride. And when he wants to put the pride down, I said, Lord, I need your help. Yeah. And God stepped in and helped me. But see, all through that time, I was still eating. All through that time, I was still coming to church. All through that time, I was still giving God praise. That's why I said, what do you know about Jesus? You know, all right. Oh yes. Oh yes. Also, as you mature in God, you encounter intense trials. 
as you grow stronger in God, because God wants us all to grow up. So one day you're going to realize, if you're not growing up, one day you can realize it's not God's problem, not the people's problem, it's your problem. you got to realize, I'm not going to make up my mind, Brother Mike, i got to grow up. Because when you grow up, you will intense more trials, more tests, more demons. But that's all right. Because God is showing a part of you. He's showing a side of him that you can be strong and you will be strong. God did not save you for you to drown. God did not save you for you to be a casualty. God did not save you for you to be defeated. He saved you that you might be a masterpiece. Show the world what, what look what I can do. I can turn this person to nothing into something. I can turn this person to darkness into light. I can turn this person to weakness into a strong, sober, strong person in God. Can I get a witness? Amen. Oh, yes. You will encounter intense trials that seem like you are in quicksand. Sometimes you're in a situation where you're stuck. Sometimes you're in a situation where you're sinking. Sometimes you're in a situation where there seems to be no escape. So what did David do when he was stuck in the miry clay? He disciplined himself to the fact that he knew God was always on top. Once you discipline, now discipline is the process. But once you discipline, continue to discipline yourself to realize that no matter what trouble I am, God meant it, it, God is going to work this thing out. Sometimes he may not get you out of trouble, but he will work it out. And you know God will show up. God, as a matter of fact, God is already there. When you realize that my help is already here, then you can get some strength. Then you can move on and say, Lord, I'm going to praise you. I'm going to give you, I'm not going to wait till the battle is over because I know the battle is over before I even went in. You are the one that controls the battle. I'm just an instrument of God, so I'm just going to praise you right now. David knew that every time he went through something, God was always there. David knew every time when he was overwhelmed, problems having feel like he was drowning in his problem, God always lifted him up. Uh, when his son Absalom was after him, David had to flee, but he realized even in him fleeing, he didn't stop worshiping God because he knew God had a place for him. God was not going to take him out. See, we got to realize. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.